Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. All right. Hey, Journeyers. I think you were hoping to hear Emma's voice today, but you got Casey and Mandy again. Yep. We're back. (laughs) We promise she'll return at some point, but thanks for being with us today. Um, We're talking about John chapter 8. And we're going to dive right in, you guys. This is this is an exciting one. But we wanted to talk about a section of Scripture. Do you want to kind of explain that that section? Oh, yes. So if you were interested in why they were saying this section of Scripture is not showing up, um, it has right here, the earliest manuscripts don't include verses 753 through 811. And it's the woman caught in adultery. And um, one of the things that we know is it was potentially added later. And if you've got more questions on it, you can go back and listen to episode 131, where Nathan Wagnon takes us through Mark 16. Okay. And um, just to really help you understand that better, but just know that even if this was added later, we can still glean a message from God's Word of just seeing how He interacted with this woman. Absolutely. And this is a story that really has come, just come to the front lines in our house lately. First, I just want to kind of, you know, recap it for you guys. We've got a woman who's thrown in front of Jesus that's been caught in adultery. It says, but Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground with his finger. Um, When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, if any one of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Um, And then you skip down, and he speaks to the woman, and he says, Woman, um, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She says, No, sir. And then he says, Neither than do I condemn you. Go now and leave your life of sin. And this has been really a big topic of conversation in our house lately, because what I would say for this woman is she was fully known. All of her sins were aired out in front of everyone in that moment. Jesus saw all of it, knew all of it, and still full, fully loved her. And so in our house, we talk a lot about being fully known and fully loved. And um, last week, we were sitting down with a particular Cisco kiddo and talking about deceit and lying. And it uh, a friend of mine actually shared this with me, and I was able to share it with him. I said, hey, is that everything? Do you have anything else you want to share with us? Because when you leave this room, the choice is yours to be able to leave and go, I'm fully known and my parents fully love me. Or you'll walk out of this room and you'll say, well, they don't know everything. So they probably really love me, you know? And um, it was just really eye-opening in how that is for the Lord. I mean, the Lord searches us. Psalm 139 tells us He searches everything. He knows everything. And yet, while we were still sinners, He loved us. And um, this woman in adult, that's caught in adultery, this story is just a very real picture of that. Like, all, all your warts, all your sins, all your yuck, yet He still fully, fully loves you. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I love about this chapter is it brings in these two truths that are so relevant for our lives here on earth is like, what does it look to be a Christ follower? And it's to know that the truth is in God's Word, and we can follow it. And if we do follow it, there's freedom. Hmm. There's freedom from sin because we are fully loved and fully known. And so this is a beautiful example of just seeing his care for the mess ups and the, the the mistakes that we made. He doesn't 
He doesn't shun us. He doesn't walk away. He moves in. He moves forward. He comes down. He bends down. He loves us. And I think that we move um, into the chapter, and he see, we see this um, section of Scripture in verses 31 where he talks about the, su- the truth setting you free. And so that's what you see. You see this physical freedom that she experienced, but in our hearts we see the freedom in si- of sin that we can experience as well. So just that encouragement in verse 31, if you, abide, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And I know for me personally, part of my story is just I lived that life of duality, of just not being honest with the people in my life. And it was a heavy burden to bear because I just did not believe the truth of God's Word that if everybody knew those things, if I was fully loved, if I was fully known, then then I would be fully loved. Mm -hmm. And when I finally put it all out there and confessed it to my husband and to my friends and my community, just the freedom that I felt, I there's just nothing like it. That's supernatural peace that comes over you because you want to be um, you want to believe in these promises. So it says later down in 31, Jesus answers and says, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. And um, the slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And that's my encouragement to everyone that's listening. If you don't feel free indeed, are you truly believing in the truth of the uh, and the promises of the Lord, are you believing the lies of the enemy? Mm-hmm. Are you believing the lies that they won't love me? You know, um, God doesn't love me. Just not even this. And I, I would encourage you to go there, mm-hmm. to keep praying about it, processing it. Tell one person, just tell one person. And the freedom of that confession is just so powerful. Yeah, I think the Lord has so much for us to get to understand that, to understand, mm-hmm. hey, be fully known so that you can feel and know that you are fully, fully loved. And you can experience that freedom that he says that you will. So. And it's terrifying. It's scary at first, but it is worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth it to take that leap. Well, bummer. I think we're out of time for today, but I want you guys to walk away with that. Be fully known, be fully loved. And as always, as Emma would say, I'm so glad we're all on this journey together reading the Bible. And we'll see if she joins us Monday. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.